0: Bug is like a I forgot what I was called. Anyways, it's like a brown bug with some um, glowing red eyes and a black underbelly. It's got like a hard shell. I read on the other side it said that uh Kabuto uh shed every three days and their shell gets harder and harder it was on a different site
1: oh okay
0: yeah
1: um you know it's got that black face so the eyes well the eyes to me look kind of its face is hidden you can't even see it right it's
0: like so dark underneath
1: yeah that's true but the eyes are makes it look kind of cute except the feet look buggy. Are you looking at this
0: or this? I'm looking at this. Because these looks like they could be eyes. No. Not like a fake pair to oh. fool predators, maybe? Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. It kind of looks like there's a set of eyes on its shell, but those aren't its real eyes. They're on the top. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, we know the red glowing eyes are its real eyes. Aren't? No, they are. Oh, they
1: are. Yeah. Yeah, I think it looks a little bit cute, but then when you look at the feet, it looks too buggy.
0: Yeah, their feet are like curled in. They're not like straight down, they're curled in. I don't know how you walk on those. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Um, Kabuto is 0.5 meters tall or 1 foot 8 inches And then it weighs 11.5 kilograms, or 25.4 pounds. So we had an episode for Kabuto. It was season 2, episode 35, Shell Shock. Uh, So Ash and Friends were taking a ride on Lapras when they got splashed by this boat, and they were like, oh, those people are in a big rush. I wonder what's going on. And I saw that the boat was on its way towards this island. So they decided to check it out. And um, they found this news reporter on the island. And she was saying stuff like, uh, kabuto fossils. They, they were digging for kabuto fossils.
1: Fossilized um, Kabuto have been found by a fisherman, and of course, it's an extinct um, Pokemon. So they were doing archaeologist studies in the area.
0: Yeah, there was like a whole camp set up there with tents and stuff. And so Ash decided he wanted to help because he thought it would be exciting. Um, And Nurse Joy was there, oddly enough, so they decided to let Ash and friends help, so they all went on this, I guess they were trying to find the cave, or they were going somewhere to try to dig up the fossils when there was this big rock that came down upon them that came down from the top of the hill. And they were at the bottom of a hill, and there was this big rock that was being pushed downhill. So everyone had to jump out of the way and stuff. And they used their, uh, the people, the scientists used their Pokemon to break up the boulder. They used,
1: what's it, Rhyhorn? Was it Rhyhorn or Rhydon? I think it was right, or, or no, right on, right on. That's it, yeah.
0: And they also had uh, it was either Mod Choke or Mod Champ. I think it was Machoke. Don't quote me. Anyways, they were using their Pokemon to break up the boulder <coughs> so no one got hurt um, so anyways, they continued on their journey after that, and they found the site where they wanted to start digging, so they started digging, when all these rocks came down upon them again, like, five of them, they were, like, in this, uh, valley, kind of, and rocks from above them, on the top of a cliff, came down on them. And everyone had to jump out of the way again. And Pikachu saw that this guy, this shadowy figure was at the top of the cliff. So they um chased this stranger. Pikachu did and then Ash followed. And they cornered the man. And he was saying
1: stuff like, uh, he said there's some kind of prophecy. He said he was trying to protect them. If you disturb the island, disaster will come. They'll be flooded, he said. You can't disturb this island, otherwise it'll be flooded and it'll be a disaster. So he's, he claims that he was trying to actually save them. From disaster. By
0: throwing boulders upon their heads.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I was trying to save you. Um, yeah. So he told that prophecy, but no one really believed him. And so, um, Just then, someone from the excavation team said that they found a Kabutos. So, the team followed them to this cave where they found a bunch of Kabuto fossils. Like, a bunch of them. And they looked like rocks, but
1: they were really really Kabutos. Yeah, they
0: looked like rocks. Yes. There was a ton of them. Like, at least 100.
1: they're covering the walls.
0: Every square inch of the cave was covered in Kabutos. And, um, the man, the old man that was following them, he said, uh, do not, uh, disrupt the island, cause they wanted to dig up and collect the Kabutos, he said, don't do that, but then Team Rocket comes in, and they bomb the cave, and, um, they take off with a bunch of kabutos in their hot air balloon and uh, the bomb caused like a chain of reactions and there was something about the prophecy that said about the red moon and the red moon had some kind of connection to the kabutos like they would come alive i think
1: yeah the light of the red moon to color line.
0: because it showed it like it showed it twice where the kabutos they were like a really pale brown but then when the red moon uh touched their shells it became like a really rich brown like a chocolate color the kabutos did and then they i don't want to say they came to life because i don't think they were dead they were just dormant for a very long
1: time yeah, there was a um, claim that the oil in their shells could keep them from living, could help them to live forever, and I think, yeah, there's a lot of claims about the oil in the shells of the Kabuto. Yeah. So,
0: all these Kabutos started uh, moving again, and they were inside the cave, all these Kabutos, and... There were so many of them, like, it was hard for them to even get out of the cave because they all started moving and crowding in on them. And then the island itself started to fall apart. Like, the rocks were crumbling and, like, falling into the water. It was like the last city of Atlantis or something.
1: Oh, and then some, I think uh, the man said that or somebody said that the dynamite helped wake them up to the cabudos. And then when Team Rocket got them all in the balloon um, of course the cabudo, you know, punctured the balloon.
0: Yeah, the hot air balloon. Yeah, yeah. So Team Rocket blasted off. Like they always do, you know. Like they always do. Because they love blasting off. So uh the excavation crew and ashen friends um had to build rafts and escape on their water pokemon and they got out just in time as the land beneath them crumbled into the water and all the kabutos also were thrown into the water and um they suspected that the Kabutos all left to find a new home now, to find somewhere where they could lie dormant again,
1: mm-hmm.
0: somewhere where they won't be disturbed. Probably another island. So, you have anything to add to that?
1: No, just when they were leaving. Um Ash and friends were saying that the world should never know about it. That reporter
0: said that too.
1: The one that was,
0: this is going to get my ratings go all the way up. Uh, Yeah, he was pretty funny. But they decided not to tell anyone about that. Yeah. So, um, Now we have the evolved form of Kabuto, Kabutops, number 141. It is still dual-type rocket water. Um, so its height now is 1.3 meters, or 4 feet and 3 inches. It's kind of tall for a bug. It'll only be a foot shorter than me.
1: It really did evolve, didn't it? Wow, it didn't look at all like the other one. No, it does not. Can't even believe it evolved into that.
0: Well, sometimes the evolutions look, like, completely different, but these do look kind of similar. Like this, the brown on its body looks kind of the same. Mm. Um, But Kabutop's weighs 40.5 kilograms or 89.3 pounds. Um, So Kabutops is, it's standing now on its feet, on its two feet, its two clawed feet. And its arms, it looks like a, it looks like a scyther or a cleaver. No, no, it looks more like a scyther. Um, it's... Arms and hands. Well, it actually doesn't have hands. Its arms are like curved swords, right?
1: Mhm. Looks like it has armor on its chest and abdomen.
0: Those look like abs to me.
1: Do they? <laughs> yeah. It yeah.
0: It looks like a ripped bug Pokemon to me. Huh? It looks. Actually, it's not even bug type, but it looks like a bug.
1: Doesn't it? Yeah, it's just not very attractive, it's very...
0: It has a very flat oval head, very flat head, at least from this angle. It looks, its head, um, the shape of its head looks like the hood of a car, doesn't it? Yeah. Grandma is it's making to... a very disturbed face right now. <laughs> she looks very disturbed.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's really not that attractive, but you know.
0: And it looks like it has some maybe like protrusions coming from its back and a tail, maybe. Mm-hmm. And so its body is like brown with a white armored underbelly and it's standing on its two feet, and then it has two sword arms, like a scyther. So we have another episode. This one is, uh... Season 1, Episode 43, Attack of the Prehistoric Pokemon. So... (sighs) Ash and friends are in the desert, and... They see... (coughs) They see Gary. If you don't know Gary, he's like a... Frenemy of Ash. A rival. Um... He sees Gary, and he's like... He sees this crowd of people, too, with all their pickaxes and whatever. He's like... Ash is like, oh, what's going on? And, um... He was like, you don't know what's going on? There's like a fossil gold mine. And everyone came to find like fossils to get money from it,
1: right? Yeah, they all wanted the fossils. You know, it was kind of reminding Because it's valuable. Me of the, yeah, the gold rush, you know, and they are kind of reminded me of that. You know, money it was kind of like a fossil gold rush. It looked like it, yeah. Yeah. A Pokemon fossil rush.
0: They were gonna try to find prehistoric Pokemon.
1: Um Gary is kind of funny because he has oh this. Oh my god, I cheer- love Gary. He has this cheerleading team. He is that so funny. Him. And they cheer <laughs> him on. He's got They say Gary, Gary, he's our man. He can't do it. No
0: one can. That's- Gary, Gary, yeah. And he's got such an ego,
1: you know.
0: He does. And um, do you remember the professor from the Omanyte episode?
1: Hmm. Refresh my memory.
0: He's like, he was the one that brought them to the Omanyte dome. Then he had a student. He's like, why did you bring him here? Oh, yeah, yeah. The older looking guy. Yeah, yeah. He is the... Gary is the grandson of the professor.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Or was it his grandpa? Well, it would be the same thing. Okay, well, whatever. They're related. Yeah. Um. But also, Gary is always picking on Ash.
1: Like, yep, I noticed that. Uh, Gary was
0: here. Ash is a loser. I remember that. I don't remember which episode that was, but for some reason, my brain just remembers that. It's just... It's very funny because Gary makes a very strong impression on the first episode of Pokemon ever, so you kind of just remember him. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, so Ash wanted to find a Fossil because he's like, oh, I want to beat Gary and I want to find one before he does Fossil, of course. So... Ash and friends decide to join in to look for fossils, but then they overhear Team Rocket and their plans to blow up an area to find a bunch of fossils. Well, Ash heard them and he tried to stop Team Rocket and they started this fuse to like a bomb that was connected to dynamite. And he tried to use his Squirtle to uh, blow out the fuse, but it didn't really work out that way because Squirtle kept missing, and it was a whole fiasco. So, anyways, the bomb did end up going off. Or a bunch of dynamite, I should say. And it caused this huge crevice in the ground, and Ash and Team Rocket fell in, and the... all this debris kind of piled up, so there wasn't an opening anymore, so uh, Team Rocket and Ash were stuck underground.
1: In a cave,
0: yeah. And they saw... A bunch of these prehistoric Pokemon, all these Pokemon that were thought to be extinct. The Ammonite and Amistar, and then Kabuto and Kaputops were there, and they were very angry because they said that um, the dynamite had woken them up from their slumber. So they all, all the prehistoric Pokemon, started chasing. Uh, Team Rocket and Ash, and, um, this was back when Ash had a Charmeleon before it evolved into a Charizard. Uh, Charmeleon did not want to battle. It actually fell asleep during the whole thing. So anyways, these Kabutops were about to attack... Ash, and Pikachu. Pikachu tried Thunderbolt, you know, electrocuting them, but it didn't affect them. And so, the Kabutops were about to come down on them when they suddenly ran away. And all the other prehistoric Pokemon ran away too. And they're like, oh, what just happened? And then an Aerodactyl came out,
1: and uh, and they're a meat eater, so he wanted to eat them.
0: Yes, that's what we presume. Um, so, the Aerodactyl actually ended up grabbing Ash and flying to the sky. I forgot, how, the, how did they get an opening from the ceiling again?
1: Um, they were all helping to open them up. See, Ash was in the cave, but the rest of Ash's team were, were above and so they all pitched in and, you know, opened it up. Was that how it happened? I thought it was something else. Well, no. That's what I thought. I don't know. Anyway, they got out. Yes yeah, so there, big, big, biggie.
0: There was a the, an opening in the ceiling again and Aerodactyl grabbed Ash and his massive, big meaty claws and flew up to the sky. Um, An important note I should mention is when Aerodactyl came to the scene, it knocked Charmeleon off its rock and Charmeleon hit its head and it was not happy about that. And Charmeleon wanted to battle Aerodactyl. And Charmeleon wanted to battle Aerodactyl so bad that it evolved into a Charizard. So then, right as the Aerodactyl was about to make a lunch out of ash, Charizard um, started flying towards Aerodactyl. So then Aerodactyl took off, started flying, Charizard was chasing Aerodactyl, Misty uh, saw Jigglypuff, who was trailing along this whole episode, Jigglypuff was kind of... Um, hanging out and Misty's like can you sing your song Jigglypuff and you know how Jigglypuff is so Jigglypuff sang its song and everyone started falling asleep the Aerodactyl and Charizard and Ash included Ash fell onto Charizard and then they landed And everyone fell asleep. And then the aerodactyl fell asleep. And then as it fell, it was, like, falling downwards, and it fell right back into the hole. Mm -hmm. And then, conveniently, the hole, like, it collapsed again, so they were locked back in there. With
1: Team Rocket.
0: With Team Rocket, in the (laughs) same cave. So... (laughs) That's how the episode ended And then everyone woke up with Sharpie on their face Because Jigglypuff I don't even have to describe I just say because Jigglypuff
1: Yeah, yeah Yeah, and in the very end Ash took an egg I don't know what what the significance of that was
0: Oh, that's just leading up to the next episode That's what I was thinking It doesn't have to do with Kabutops Yeah, right But yeah, so um, now we will do our ratings. So, out of five stars, what do you want to rate Kabuto?
1: I think a three.
0: Okay, average. Average, yeah.
1: And why? Well, um, I don't... Actually, the appearance... I I like the eyes. I don't know why, there's something about the eyes. You like the red glowing eyes? It makes it look cute, except the feet. But you know, it's probably got some good properties with the oil in the shell that'll help you live forever. It's got interesting lore. Yeah, and the whole, I think the whole crowd of them when you see them all with their eyes, I think they look kind of impressive. I see a whole bunch of them. There is a lot of them in
0: that episode. Yeah, and
1: I like that. I like something else I would say that I
0: read was um they're thought to be extinct in certain areas, but in other parts of the world, they're very common. So, oh. yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: Anyways, I am going to give it 2 stars. I don't like it because I have PTSD. Yeah. So, um Bought the bug. Yeah, I don't like. I only like certain bugs too, and this just isn't my type of bug that I like. I like caterpillar type bugs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Yeah. Just its design. Um. Kaboo tops. I like kaboo tops better.
1: What are you gonna read,
0: kaboo tops? I think. It's not as cool as, like, Cypher. So, um, I'll give it three stars average.
1: Well, you don't want to really hate it, but I don't like it either. Um, the more I look at it, the, I don't know, it looks, I guess it does look scary. I'll give it a two and a half stars. stars. Oh, okay. Two and a half. Okay,
0: so those are our ratings. Now we will have our Pokemon tournament. <clears throat> so, our favorite Pokemon before this episode, mine is Butterfree.
1: And I had changed mine last time to Eevee. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm still sticking with Eevee.
0: Now we can't do the drum roll. Who oh. will rise? Who will fall? Drum roll.
1: Oh, sorry about the drum roll. Oh, it's fine. The... We don't have to drum roll every episode. It's the just... drama's gone. The suspense is gone. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> suspense killer. Okay, well, mine is uh, its still butterfree. They can usually <laughs> tell based on our readings, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was some um, nice episodes,
1: yeah, it was interesting.
0: We're going on a roll of prehistoric Pokemon, because the last one was Omanyte and Amistar. This one, Kabuto, Kabutops, all prehistoric Pokemon. And the next one is also prehistoric Pokemon. Okay. But then after that one, that's going to be it. Okay. Um, and to finish off the episode, I have a joke. A Pokemon joke I made up myself. Oh, boy, let's hear it. Okay, so, haven't worked out the exact details, but, so, a guy and a girl are walking down the street. She asks the guy, she says, who are you? And he says, you don't know who I am? I'm a star. Get it? Yeah. I'm a a star?
1: Yeah. I'm a star. I'm a Pokemon.
0: I'm a celebrity. I'm a star. Yes, yes. I, I thought of that joke right after the "I'm a star" and the I'm a night episode.
1: Yeah, and you kept saying, "I'm a star. <laughs> I'm a star." It's just fun to say. Yeah.
0: Anyways, um, that's it for this episode. So thank you for tuning in, and see you next time. Okay. Bye. Bye.